Welcome to the Balancing Actor Podcast, where we discuss balancing a civilian life with your creative one and everything in between. I'm your host, fellow actor, and fellow human, Miranda Rodan, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, Kalima. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, oh gosh, you're so beautiful in person. I met your mom. That's how we met. And she's just a stunning human. And you are all, you look exactly like her. I'm sure you get this all the time. And I'm just so, so happy that she connected with us because, because you're fantastic. And we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff today. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so, so much. And I appreciate it so much. It's so awesome to meet you. And I, I'm honored to be a part of this and congratulations on, you know, doing this and, and keeping it going and great, great concept. I'm excited to, you know, chop it up with you today. Oh yeah. Fantastic. And for those that are new to Kalima, she's got her own podcasts, plural. (laughs) And um, I I love it. Catch up culture, which you should definitely take a look at. It's all on the celebrity news and updates and fun things like that going on. So that's a fun Instagram to go ahead and check out. And then you also have a relationship podcast too, right? Yes. So catch up culture is amazing. Um, It started back when I was just working in Hollywood on the red carpets. And I was like, you know what, I want to create my own platform from working with all these other outlets. I said I should have something for myself. So it started out as celebrity interviews. And um, then it just sort of grew into really getting the community um, to sort of showcasing their perception on real life situations, not always just Hollywood. And I think TikTok really inspired that. Um, So that's why Instagram is super focused on just the daily lives of us catching up. So it's the catch up culture of people just catching up on anything Um, and not so much politics, but sometimes even just the the things that the news doesn't really want to talk about, but Mm -hmm. we need to talk about it. And from women, from, um, you know, just Hollywood, whatever, you know, sort of is trending, but people don't, you know, necessarily allow to be in the forefront of the uh, spotlight. And then my relationships podcast is my baby right now. Um, Nika and chill. So Nika is a Arabic word for marriage. So it's like Netflix and chill, but instead yes. it's marriage and chill. And yeah, so I just interview a lot of spiritual and religious based um, people who are comedians and actors and, um, you know, just either single or in married or in marriages and looking to sort of figure out what marriage is in this modern day lifestyle, especially when you maybe have a conservative up upbringing or um just trying to figure out where your moral compass is and how do you navigate in this western society and so yeah it's been awesome and podcasts are really fun but they can be challenging because you're you're talking about real things you know so yeah yeah it's all candid as you can see you know like no makeup which I love about the relaxed nature I think of podcasts in general is that like kick it on I've I've been a huge fan of podcasts for many years now and like I'll put something on as I'm cleaning the house or like I just love love the no frills aspect of it and and the real conversations that you can have because I think during the pandemic when everything was so isolating it still hasn't 100% fully come back I mean we've converted a lot to virtual stuff so a lot less people are going into the work 
you know, into their workplace. Work culture is like shifted quite a bit for a lot of different industries. And I know from like an acting perspective, we see less of us going into audition into the actual, you know, casting director's offices now uh, where you would normally meet other actors or see other friends and catch up and network. Yeah. Like we're a lot more isolated. So that's why I wanted to also bring the podcast um, here and to have more conversations as if you're like meeting these people and these individuals in a casting yeah. room or wherever it is what you would normally do with networking. Um, I'm an extrovert totally. So like, I definitely miss the people interaction of things. And I think it's yeah. great to be able to have this platform um, and to make it feel like approachable. And of course, be able to talk to people who are thousands of miles away. <laughs> Kalima is in <laughs> Dubai right now. So she's at nighttime. Yeah. I'm just getting my day started. So. I know. I know. It's, it's so, so crazy. Cool. Yes. I would love to know. So how did you get, we'll, we'll start with like the first, you know, how you got into the acting business and your, and your hosting yes. and things like that. But I would love to talk about Dubai and how, cause you just got there and like, what brought you there, what you try to achieve, where you're going to go. Cause I'm a huge travel buff. So yes. I, I think important. So tell me a little bit more about your new adventure. So yeah, um, basically, I just was like, I love LA. I love Hollywood. But um, I don't know, I think I was just just as an extrovert is you, you and also LA is a very place of FOMO, you feel like you always have to like, there's so many things going on that you're you find yourself always sort of what is it called overstimulated okay. but then even with overstimulation you're like what else is out there and I think just being in my 30s I said I do want to travel see if I can network out here it's a growing um country um literally uh UAE has only been around for about 50 years so it's one of those wow. places where if you jump in and sort of make connections now you never know in five years like what would happen and I, I'm just that type of person that says you know what I'm not going to wait for that person to hand me an opportunity I'm mm -hmm. going to go find my own opportunities and then um you know allow the universe to guide me I don't know I don't know if I would end up here or not but so far I genuinely love it it's um one of those growing cities where there's a little bit of everyone here. It's extremely diverse, just like Los Angeles, which I love. And um, yeah, I've just, I came for New Year's Eve because I definitely wanted to like experience it for bringing into 2023. And it was amazing the I mean the fireworks of course it's an it's insane and um I've really just been you know I'm in Dubai Marina so everything is just sort of right next to me like 10 minute walk to the beach 12 minute walk to the to the mall so I've literally only been here a week and I haven't even seen downtown yet I've just been over by the water but um so far it's amazing I think a misconception is that people think that um you have to speak a different language. First of all, the second language of Dubai is English. Everything's translated to English. And then also, um, no matter what your first language is, there's people who are Indians here, who are you know um, Chinese here, um, lots and lots of Europeans. So Russians, um, literally everyone is here and everyone speaks English. So it's one of those places where you can just communicate with anyone. I'm in an Airbnb and the restaurant at the very bottom of my apartment on the first floor is 24 hour restaurant. 
free delivery. I mean, people think it's expensive and it's really not that expensive. LA is so much more expensive than, <laughs> du than Dubai. And I was very blown to find that out. But yes, okay. you can get full meals with a drink for six bucks here. Amazing. Dead serious. Amazing. Dead serious. And yeah. here I'm thinking like Costco's the only place with like the cheap food anymore because <laughs> I just ate like yeah. my $1.50 like hot dog and soda yesterday. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. that's nice to know because I think when people think of Dubai, at least from an American perspective, it's like super, you know, there's a lot of money there and it's probably really expensive. But if it's a lot more affordable, then that's exciting to hear about because, it's you know, it might crazy make opening up that, yeah. that destination a possibility. And like the architecture yeah. there, like, have you just been blown away? by what's there. Absolutely. You, you know, that's the thing you see it on pictures and you're like, wow, that is really beautiful. And then you see it in person and it's like, who would have thought of this? Like it's, it's honestly breathtaking and just ridiculous. Like it's crazy. I mean, churches, literal churches, which it's like masjids, mosques, they literally there's there was one I was driving to Abu Dhabi. So Dubai is one city and the next city over is Abu Dhabi. It's more quieter. It's like mm -hmm. where the rich kind of park. They sent they they build Dubai to be like the active city. And then if you okay. want to go home to your quiet house, you go to Abu Dhabi and literally okay. one of the churches literally looked like a spaceship. And I was like, I just was blown away. I was like, I've never seen a church that looked like a spaceship. It, wow. it was unbelievable. I wish, I hope I can get a photo because I'm going on, I'm going on um, Thursday actually. So you guys, you can check out my social media, Kalima yeah. of Wisdom, because I'm, I'm probably, I've been posting actually on my YouTube as well, Kalima of Wisdom, just sort of blogging my experience. And no matter where I go, it's just never enough time to capture everything. But that mm -hmm. was one of those things where it was just the, the architecture is just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's so cool. Dubai is definitely on my list. I want to fly Emirates, which I heard that you also flew. What was that yeah. experience like? Like, I feel like when so you go literally. to Dubai, you have to do it right. You know? <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check the flights. That's the thing. A lot of people, I'm not like, I've never been, I've never thought to be a solo traveler, but I'm genuinely one of those people that's like, at the end of the day, if you really want to do something, check the flights first, right? Mm -hmm. Just go and check, just check the Airbnb, just check the hotel, just try to see, does it even make sense before you convince yourself that it's not even worth it? It's just the same thing when we're auditioning. You can look at, you know, the, the quick short of the details, but you can also, you know, you sometimes we freak ourselves out before even auditioning for certain things because we're just like, oh, the age isn't exactly like, Right. Yep. But then we have Uzo Uzo Aduba. I hope I'm yes. saying it. I think I said it right. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Too. Like lip, yeah, like you know, she for Orange is the New Black, that was supposed to be her last audition. She said if I she wasn't even they weren't casting for a woman of color. And I think I don't even know if it was specifically a female. I think she mm -hmm. really was not the description of what they needed. And she went and she did it anyway. So that was the same thing with me with the flight. I looked it up. It said one way, nonstop, 13 hour flight from Florida where my family's at. So I'm able to go yeah. visit my family, then hop right over to Dubai for $700. I, I mean, I that's amazing. Yeah. 
And a travel hack, always search one ways. Do not search round trip first. Tr search one ways first. Mm -hmm. And that's even for national trips, not just international trips. It's always cheaper. And it I've been proven right every single time. And so, yeah, Emirates <laughs> is amazing. Um, <laughs> literally, like the, you know, it's, it's, they think of everything. They've got, you know, they've got socks for you. They've got um, feminine lotion, perfume, pads if you need whatever you know yeah and then of course you get three meals for the flight okay. mm -hmm. for 13 hours which is nice so I definitely think it's worth um experiencing and then I convinced my parents to come so they're coming on Sunday and they're flying Emirates as well amazing oh my gosh they're gonna have a great time yeah I think it's just that one like if you've ever done a really long flight like you feel like absolute garbage afterwards oh. I feel like garbage after like a six hour flight so <laughs> yeah. to have at least a little bit of something where you can lay back or rest or just to make that long yeah. flight a little bit more tolerable it's yeah. worth the money it really is and I think that's kind of a luxury is, of being in our yeah. 30s so we're willing, willing to spend the money on it <laughs> Yes. And it was actually an overnight flight. So once I arrived, it was morning time in America. So I was pretty energized, even though it was 7 p.m. here. So yeah. it really worked out well. Yeah, totally. So that's also a strategy and a travel hack, like try to like so that the, you're like you adjusting yeah. isn't so bad. I mean, yeah. has the adjustment, I mean, you're what, like seven hours ahead. So how has know. that been? I think when you're when you're hyped up on the adventure, you just your body just like, oh, I got to get out. So that's kind of how it's been. I decided to do 20 days here so that I could allow myself like maybe once or twice a week to just lounge, maybe take my computer and go to a coffee shop and relax. Mm -hmm. So that's I mean, it's been it's been pretty nice. It's been yeah. a pretty easy adjustment. That's amazing. So your plan is you're going to a couple different destinations to kind of experience each one. And I'm sure listeners are like, you know, how is she paying for this? Is it like, did she have a savings? Is she, does she have a remote business? You know, with the acting yeah, yeah. mindset case, like, are you working remotely? I know you have a digital marketing firm. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, I, so tell I, I do tell about that. Yeah, I do digital marketing. It's called Muz Marketing. It's M-U-Z Marketing. And um, it is digital social media, um, real editing, um, just uh, photo editing and sort of lo like logo making, pretty much anything under mm -hmm. the sun. And also mentorship for people who are trying to figure out their brand and also um, maybe even negotiate bookings. I have a lot of friends who are from all different types of industries and they just seem to, I've always been sort of that go-to friend where it's like, Hey, I have this offer on the table. Like, what would you do? And I was like, you know what? I'm video editing for these people. You know, I'm <laughs> helping them. I'm helping them with their photos and stuff. And I said, you know what, what if I could just be a help totally for everyone, you know, maybe yeah. I could just allow myself to create sort of a hub. So thank God for Instagram, where you can kind of just create sort of this professional space for people to kind of find you instead of just being word of mouth for so long. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was like, I'll I'll work on that, be remote. Um, but then also in Los Angeles, one of the ways, you know, during that downtime when I wasn't booking opportunities, like booking entertainment work, I was doing event marketing. So mm -hmm. promotional marketing as some of the biggest events in Los Angeles. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go go crazy working, save up some money, do my digital stuff. And yeah, saved up a couple, I would say, you know, 
I've been here for a week and I've only spent like three or four hundred dollars. I'm not even kidding. Wow. So, you know, seven hundred dollars for the flight. And, you know, I would say genuinely three hundred bucks a week is all you need here, to be completely honest. And nobody wants to, you know, that's the thing when you're in America, you want to get an Airbnb, that's probably your own apartment, you know, you want that entire apartment to your house, to yourself, that entire house to yourself, when you're out of the country, you kind of do want to host, you want to maybe just have a private room, because then you can network or or, or even connect with someone who's a local that can say, Mm -hmm. oh, no, you want to make sure you go to this bank to do your currency exchange, and you want to go to go to this parking lot to park because it's going to be cheaper for you. So mm-hmm. I was able to save some money by getting a private room out here. And then I found out that to go from Dubai to Istanbul is $100. So I said, I'm going to hop over there. And I have a couple family friends in Morocco, which is $150 from Istanbul to Morocco. So, so that's the plan. Yeah. And so, oh, Dubai, so cool. du- Dubai is actually just as close like it's a hundred, it would have been a hundred bucks to do Istanbul or Bali or Maldives. So that's the thing they always say. I know. I was like, that's the thing. Bali? Girl. Yeah. People, <laughs> yeah. People literally say like, um, oh, you know, I want to travel to these other places next time, but it'll be way cheaper. It'll be yeah. way more affordable if you just do it from the country that you're visiting. Yes. Also, they read your IP address. So it's cheaper when you book your flight from the country. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was like- Travel oh, hack. Yes, yes. That's a huge I, travel hack that people do not yeah. realize that like booking no. flights within Europe or any other place that's outside of the US, it's going to be yeah. so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I'm I'm not going to lie, like just the fathom of it, just because I'm just, it's only been a weekend. So I'm sort of adjusting to this country. I'm like, I'm about to go to a whole nother country in two weeks and then another country after that. But thank God I have, you know, family, friends in Morocco because the housing will be free and Mm -hmm. also pretty much the food will be free. In Morocco, a five-star meal, like at a five-star restaurant overlooking water is $4 a plate. So four to seven. If if you're spending $7, it's because you're in like the Hilton it's because you're in the Sofitel <laughs> Hotel. Let me you know splurge what I mean? on $7. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wow. So, so, yeah. So I was like, you know, really, my money is going to be spent mostly in Dubai. So I was very grateful to find out if you're willing to eat, you know, maybe Indian food. Don't go to this. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go to you can go to an Italian restaurant in Dubai. And um, I think the most I spent on a plate was $12. And that even came with my coffee. Also, the best coffee like Dubai obviously the best coffee um Turkish coffee is obviously world renowned and then Morocco the best coffee also Moroccan mint tea you'll you'll I'm a foodie guys I also have a food page (laughs) she does it all everyone you got full on compass she's got you she's got you hooked up oh my gosh I'm I'm just always yeah like for me what's traveling without like trying cuisines and yeah and also yeah. just seeing like local people, like local hot guys and, you know, like just, yeah, everything's, everything's, um you know, it's a whole meal everywhere you go. So yeah, I definitely am just like, if I can save my money in, in Dubai, everything else is going to be $4 a day. Literally in Morocco, $20 a day is all you need. And that's including your taxi, your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. And most wow. Airbnbs, your host, it comes with your breakfast. 
In Morocco, most of the time it comes with your breakfast because a standard breakfast in Morocco is bread, eggs, and like um, sometimes like a sauce. And I know that sounds very simplistic, but it's actually very filling. And then mm -hmm. they, olive oil is, it comes with almost every meal has olive oil and olive oil is like literally outside. The farm is outside. They're bringing it right inside. So you're getting the freshest <laughs> olive oil and you feel very light. You feel very full. And it's just, it's like a diet that you never knew you needed. And oh, it's yeah. so worth it. It's like just being able to taste and the smells are all part of the whole experience of being in the country. Exactly. And I, I love traveling because you do feel different because you're eating different food. And it, it makes me yes. mad because I know the food quality over here is just not as good. And we just have different standards oh, on things. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like a nice body reset when you get to travel for that long and just, yeah. you know, get to eat differently. I will say, with the smells, um, I was very pleasantly surprised. Like the minute you get off the air, the minute you get off the airplane in Dubai, all you smell is like. First of all, you would think that the desert would be like dusty because California is like super dusty, but uh -huh. here it was like clean air and like oud. I don't know if you're familiar with the smell yes. of oud. Yes. But it's almost like, yeah, also like incense. It's like fresh air with this like be amazing like cologne like incense like smoky I mean even at the beach they're burning it even at the beach oh and wow I mean I get every time I get in the elevator I'm just like I don't know who was in this elevator but I wish I could <laughs> they met. smell amazing that you know what? Thank so you, Dubai. Good. That's exactly what I would expect Dubai to smell like. So thank you for living up to that expectation. Yeah. Um, a fun thing that I don't know if you do this. I do this when I travel um, and I offer it to you in case it's fun, but I usually try to buy some sort of perfume or something that reminds me of that country. So when I come mm. home and I'll wear it throughout the entire trip or it'll yes. just remind me I'm around it. And then when I get home, I can rewear it and it like brings me instantly back. And it's just yes. like, because, you know, scent is one of those biggest is the biggest leader of like memory connection I think yeah so oh my god I think it's already, a fun already. thing to do you know when you so, bring that home it's a nice moment I would say then the hardest working people here are the perfume and the cologne sellers here yeah? I would definitely say so even at the beach I already got convinced he they're they're big negotiators here too don't be afraid to negotiate I know that okay. like you know Overseas, everyone knows like most of those lower income countries, they are bargainers. So most yeah. people who travel know that, that you can bargain everywhere, but you would think in Dubai, like you can't bargain, everything's kind of set. But a lot of places you can, not a lot, a lot of places, but you can kind of get the vibe. Like when they're telling you that this is how much it is, but then within two minutes, he's already dropping the price. That's when you know you can negotiate. So he mm. like this amazing cologne. He said, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I wanted to actually get something for my dad because it smells so amazing here. So he went from like a hundred dollars to sixty dollars. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll think about it. He's like, okay, forty dollars. And I said, honestly, I'm telling you, forty dollars for this was a good deal because it's yeah, amazing. it's probably Maybe pure and it's it really good. You yeah. know it's pure. Yeah, it's amazing. So totally. I I I'm I love scents. I love candles, you know, I love perfume. So I'm definitely I'm not a souvenir person, but if it connects to me and it's something that I would actually use for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so fun. So fun. So Istanbul, um, I guess in this time frame, like what are you looking to accomplish with this this travel, you know, sabbatical that you're taking right now? Like what did you go into I... it with and you hope to come out with it? Yeah, um, 
I think for me, it was first off um, networking and then potentially meeting a mate because in LA, yeah. like anyone, yeah, like anyone. Yeah, girl, she's like, I'm looking for love. Let's go. I'm looking for love, honey. Because even, even in Los Angeles, everybody knows it's not a, it's not a couple's town. It's not a marriage town. I mean, you see celebrity couples. It looks like, oh, it's just a Hollywood romance. Like we, like it really is huge. If someone stays together for a year, that's a big situation. Like that's a big deal. That's real love in LA. That's real. Yeah. That's a real love. New York's so, like um, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, you're, it's more fun to be single. You get more opportunities. If you're single, you get, I'm telling you, you just get more money, even if you're single in Hollywood. So for me, um, totally, it was like, I want to go to maybe a more conservative country. Me being a Muslim woman, I was like, I think it would be nice to find, like, imagine being in a pool of people who already know your culture and your upbringing. So I was like, I think, you know, pot- potentially that would be cool too. And girl, within this first seven days, I've already been approached by three different guys. They were very nice, but, you know, I am, I'm not picky, but I'm one of those people who I'm just like, you know, do you have a passport? Because I'm going to need you to come to visit America. You yeah. know, are you, you know, I, I do have those things where I'm like, let's be realistic. Yes, you're cool. Yes, I could possibly see myself living here, but I have to be, you know, responsible. And um, also, I do think, you know, the attraction should really be there. I, I want, mm-hmm. I want, I mean, this is a very Europeanized country. At first, you weren't even allowed to, um, you weren't even allowed to share a room with the opposite sex that you're not married with. Like it was illegal. Now it is legal. So a lot of men and a lot of women are like just trying to have fun. So it's becoming more and more like Hollywood every single day. And I'm like, you know, so I've got to filter out those type of guys, but I can definitely see that men are more willing to court and they're more willing to like, just get to know. And like, I mean, I'm telling you for New Year's Eve, I was a friend of mine was like, I have a producer friend out there who is throwing a VIP party on an island. Um, Do you want to go? And I said, sure. So he sends a car an hour and a half to come get me, gets me a house, like gets me an apartment for the night and then sends me back the next day. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, um, I, you know, expect anything in return. Right. The expectation. Just just standard. Yeah. It was just standard. So I was very much like, you know, I love that sort of like just generosity because Mm -hmm. that's who I am. I'm the type where if I had it, you know, I would be the same way just out of respect because I know that you're here traveling. And so, yeah, did he not flirt with me because he thought that he was impressing me? Of course. Did he, did he kind of hope that I would come hang out with him for for you know to sort of bless him at the end probably but he he learned very quickly that that wasn't what I was in for so yeah like it's it's a little bit of a party town but then there's this understanding and culture of respect so I did mm-hmm. really appreciate that coming yeah from Hollywood. I think I mean I yeah because I lived in and you lived in LA for six years I lived in New York for six years and they sound very similar uh I mean it was like if a guy got you an uber like that was like, oh, what yeah. do you want? You know, at the end of the night. And yeah. and it was just like the ex yeah. the courtmanship in New York in probably sounds like LA is just so low. And, mm-hmm. and and then I, I even dated somebody at one point before I met my husband. And he was like, Well, 
you know, I'm a feminist. So like, wouldn't you want to pay for half of this meal? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, I I just, I mean, I'm sure there are women out there that like want that. And that's great. But like after this conversation, like, no, that is not the type of woman I am. And like, again, if I was in, I mean, I'm willing to reciprocate and like, you know, let me treat you next time or something like that. But, and my husband just laughs because he's like, I can't, who are these people like that are just like, Oh, oh, let me not pay. Like, no, like let's step up. And I know it's expensive in the city, but like there is a level of respect. And you know what? You shouldn't expect anything at the end of the night. But as a female, I feel felt very, very pressured. And I would always gauge like how comfortable this person made me feel. Um, but I think society plays into this like net like it 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 promoted that sort of behavior. And it was like, I was the oddball out when I had to communicate that, like, no, this is the first time. I don't even know you. Like, we're just having a nice meal. Like, why do you expect something at the end of the night? Yeah. It became one of those things where if a man expected that, then just know that you, I don't owe you anything. Then we're just now friends. We are friends until we are not friends. Cause if, if, if I can do it myself, then what do I really need you for? And that's only because I have a dad who has taught me what a man is for my perception as a woman growing up. So if that is not what you're offering, I'm always going to unfortunately put you in a category that's like, yeah, he was cool. The quote unquote lunch date was cool, but I can't really take that as a contender for anything serious because he has not provided exactly yet. So I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that, um, you know, I am so Americanized where I don't, I don't, I don't see it almost as offensive, you know, um, for a man to pay uh, half, but I'm just not for that. I'm just like, no, like I could, especially in LA, like it's so expensive. Like if I can do it myself, what in the world are we doing? Like I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I love that no. perspective. I mean, seriously. And I, I think it just, it just completely takes out the whole like dating and respect element. Like there is a nice gesture and you can get to a place where, um, you know, maybe you're, you know, buying something the next time or not. Like totally. some, some men don't yeah. want that. They actually get very offended yeah. if you even offer, yeah. but and yeah. every culture is different, but you just got to find what you drive with and like what you ideally want. But I know, and for most women that I talk to, they want to feel like they are catered to a little bit and taken care of. And like, we can reciprocate in a lot of different ways that are just amazing. And, and that's not necessarily a sexual thing. So yep. um, I think that's really great that, you know, you're keeping your standards high. And I know that's not easy in the American society so much these days but I really applaud you for doing that because I think we need to start holding more men and women accountable for you know upholding certain standards so that we don't get this like bottom of the barrel type of activity here (laughs) um but I'm excited for you like I think you're doing all the right things you got a good strategy to like meet people and see and then also yeah in the same type of culture, you know, from a religion standpoint and, and all of that. I mean, it's a great, it's a great opportunity to meet people and, and see the world and hopefully meet somebody. Yeah. Um, so so I love that. I love that. And I'm excited for your parents to come see you too. I think they're going to have a great time. Um, but let's, let's go back in time a little bit to your journey. Like when you start, you're from South Florida or the Florida area in general. 
Yeah. And then you you started your acting and hosting career there and then moved to LA. So I yeah. kind of want to know like a little bit of a recap on Florida and then what motivated you to get to LA? Because there's a lot of actors, you know, that are thinking about it or in that transition of moving to LA or New York or one of the bigger cities to get more work. And I just wanted to know your journey and getting to those places. Yeah. Um, so I started in Tampa Bay and I, I don't even, oh, I was actually taking acting classes and then um, the acting coach, she also modeled and she said, you know, my, my agency is like top three agency and they're specifically looking for this, you know, specific look. And she said, why don't you just come to the audition, to the casting? And so I went and I booked it and, you know, an agency has the option to just allow you to sort of make money off of that one booking and sort of you're contracted and send you your check where they can just sign you. And so they chose yeah. to sign me and um, pretty much the rest was history. I was working and it was amazing. I was doing a lot, but I felt like I was just gig after gig after gig. And I said, I feel like I am just ready for something more. I was going mm -hmm. to university of South Florida and I was just, it was school and work. I mean, I remember being in class in college and getting the phone call that I booked um, Tyra Banks's model for Home Shopping Network. Ooh. And I'm literally in class. And it was just one of those things where it's like you you're so focused on just getting a booking that yeah. you you don't like you don't even like jump up and say, oh, my gosh, you guys, like I just got the call in my life. Like you're just grateful for the. You're so focused on that business standpoint that you're just grateful for that opportunity. And I just, you know, hang up the phone and it was just like back to work, you know, <laughs> and it, that's when I that's when I really knew that, like, wow, like life has really changed for me. And mm -hmm. so that was one of my most probably proudest moments of of. Florida, especially since um my dad was like a huge crush on Tyra, like as he was a kid. So full circle moment for my dad, and he like cried. He was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. So it was amazing. And she was, you know, it was crazy because who didn't watch America's Next Top Model? Like me and my yeah. sister on commercials, we would like practice walking. So it was like so fun, and she was so so nice and so funny, exactly how she is on the show. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I was like, you know, I just was like, this is great. But what about a place with even more opportunity as a woman of color, as a five foot four woman? Um, I was only getting those bookings where it was specific to what I needed, you know, to yeah. specific to what I was. So I was like, there's got to be places for more opportunity. Of course, there was LA, but I was like, everyone says LA is so expensive. Girl, LA is expensive. It is, it is expensive. <laughs> But you can go there and work. You can get an Airbnb or you can like literally make a friend. Like even now with Dubai, like I genuinely, I genuinely realized that I now have people next time that I come here, if I absolutely needed somewhere to crash or if I wanted to do like a week in an Airbnb and then save another week and just go stay with someone else, you make connections. People understand that it's not easy to travel. So they will hold you down and you bless them by cooking for them or throwing them a couple of bucks. And so, yeah, like my first yes. time, I just decided at 25, I said, once I graduate, I'm going to pack my bags and go to LA with $3,000 is all I had. And it was because I knew that if I stayed in Florida, I would get so stuck in the routine that I was never going to go to LA. So mm -hmm. I went and um, I went for an audition and I didn't make the audition, but um, 
I was like amongst a, such an energy that was so inspiring that I just went ahead and just, I said, you know what, when my $3,000 is up, I, I'm not homeless. I can fly back home. You know, I could just yeah. try it again later. And um, what's crazy is at the time I was working a, a pool position. It's like a PRN where you're, you're not, you're not technically an employee. You're just contracted. I was mm -hmm. working for shopping network doing closed captioning. And oh. so they pretty much sent me out. They sent me hours every week and they were like, you are not required to take any week. So they had no idea that I had moved my life. I didn't want to tell them because yeah, of I, was course. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't need to tell them because if I didn't, if I came back, then I would at least have my job there. And I said, right. once they realize that I'm not picking up enough hours, if they just so happen to let me go, then that's kind of a sign that I need to just kind of stick with LA and that LA is probably working out anyway. So that, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Two months later, I got that email like, hey, you haven't been taking hours. We really do need you to do like X amount of hours. And we understand that you're doing modeling. They already knew like what I was doing. Okay. So they were like, um, they were like, yeah, we're, we're just going to have to let you go. But if anything, you know, if, if any other opportunities pop up or full time positions pop up, we'll let you know. They were so nice, which really helped my little Florida heart because that's that's way nicer than Hollywood. Like in Hollywood, oh, yes. it's just like, you know, it's over. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for your time. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was if you even get the thanks, they're like, don't <laughs> let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. OK, exactly. <laughs> next. Exactly. 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 <laughs> So for me, it was like perfect. And I just, um, yeah, I, I, I ended up auditioning for this podcast that was non-paid, but it was like gold connections, gold, like networking. It was all the hosts pretty much in Hollywood. Everybody knew about this, um, this podcast place. And so this podcast place was ran by a host for E! News. And so she would invite her celebrity friends to be interviewed. So here I am, brand new, interviewing celebrities, not paid, but, you know, just being able to network and also get my feet wet to learn the industry. Yeah. So I can just, just, just this alone, I'm telling you, it's been a pattern in my career that everything that happens to us has led us to where we are now because we really and genuinely are built for the positions that we're in. And I know that it sounds weird because we always have our eyes on the prize, but I was built because I was doing my little YouTubes on the side in, in, in Florida. I was doing just, I was, uh, I, before it was catch up culture, it was Kalima cam. So like mm -hmm. Kalima camera where I was just teach, just talking about celebrity news and I felt very confident enough to do that audition. So that even though I wasn't paid, there was no pressure to be perfect. It was all just practicing, but I felt comfortable enough to now build a reel, build mm -hmm. a resume. Then I was able to um, get signed by a um, another outlet in, in Hollywood. They were based out of Atlanta. They said, we want you to be the director of our Los Angeles leg. And so you're going to, you know, you're already connected to the Hollywood calendar. Go ahead and book yourself for red carpets and whatever you book, like you'll just make commission. So everything led me to like, you know, the experiences that I went through to get me there. And did I learn a lot along the way about contracts? Absolutely, I did. You know, there was a lot of learning that I had to do fully on my own. I didn't have a manager. I still don't, you know. Um, but totally just being able to be independent for six years now and yeah. it's hard to go back. 
it's hard to go back. Oh, to like, oh, you can, it's like, it's like suffocating almost to go back to somebody that, you know, who has to dictate your schedule and has, you know, has yeah. control over the things that you must consume your time with. And it is it's a, it's a big adjustment. Um, yeah. I think that's so cool. I mean, hosting is a skill set in and itself, as you know, and to be able to just build on those relationships and just find other opportunities. I think the biggest thing, would you agree that you just got to put yourself out there and say, yes, you just have to put yourself in and see, I'm an extrovert, but I'm also quite introverted. And I think that 2020 pandemic like activated that even more mm-hmm. my introvertedness. And so even now I have to push myself to just go to a coffee shop because in Hollywood, you can genuinely go to a coffee shop. And the next thing you know, you're sitting next to someone who is a celebrity or who's the assistant of a celebrity or who's the cousin or the writer or a producer of a show. 90, I would say 80 to 90% of the time. Like, it's just like that. So I have to push myself to just get out. Um, And so, yeah, like what we're seeking genuinely is seeking us. We think that, oh, you know, I doesn't matter that I'm in Hollywood. There are people in Hollywood who still feel like you're just never leveling up. But really it's like, you know, we if we don't put that energy out there that we're we're already where we're supposed to be and that that next thing is closer than we believe then it won't be if we believe that we're just so far away it will feel fall away far away and then our energy will tell us well what's the point of getting out the house today and then right. we miss the opportunity so yeah. it's it's difficult it's a self talk that i have to do myself you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I no, I agree. I agree. And, and it's just, we're still shifting right into this new, like, we had to shift, we were like forced into the pandemic way of lifestyle, because we didn't have a choice at one point. And then now it's like, okay, how do we find our way back? And I do find it pretty beautiful that a lot of people either quit their previous jobs and transition to something completely different or um, are starting their own businesses or whatever it is. Like it really started a whole entire movement Movement that 20 years from now, I would love to look back on and just be like, what the hell happened? And like, also yeah. just to kind of watch it on unfold. Um, but yeah. I, you, you said some really cool things even previously about what I was gathering, like you have to enjoy the moment now and in this acting business now, because it really, really is about the journey. It's not about the destination because you, yes, you get the booking and that's amazing. But how many times did you get a booking and it wasn't as sparkly as you thought it was going to be? Yeah. Like, or yeah, it's like, or you're not even sure that this booking's even going to pan out. Uh, You're -hmm. mentioning before off, off recording that like you have a friend and it's like the journey of what it takes to actually get on stage or get on on camera on tv and then they cut your scene so it's like you know a minute shorter than what it used to be and then your friends and family are like wait that's it wait I I would I wanted to see more of you I thought we were gonna see more of you and you're just oh like, do you know how know. hard it was even to get the, the two minutes yeah. on screen? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and only actors know, you know, that, you know, only actors really know how valuable two minutes is. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And and thank goodness, you know, the industry, the casting directors, they all value that too. Um, you know, yeah. your grandpas sometimes don't like my grandpa's like, well, I am not the lead. <laughs> I will not see you. <laughs> Grandpa, when are you going to be on TV again? And then when I am finally on TV, I'm like, see, it just took all oh, that right. years. Like, 
But I think we get so caught up in this, like, you know, especially with resolutions for 2023, where it's like, yeah. okay, I want to book a series regular. Yeah. Who doesn't want to book a series regular? But like, is that a really realistic expectation? And are you going to set yourself up for disappointment if you don't achieve it? So like, can we please go back and focus on the journey? Like you're taking time to travel. I know so many actors scared to take oh, time away from yeah. their career and to travel. Trust me, I... Yeah, I even have those, those my, of course I wake up, I'm from LA, I wake up and I feel like I'm always missing out. Like, oh my God, yeah. like I'm getting the emails that, hey, we need an MC for this job. We need a host for this event. Like I literally just got an email where it was for Dr. Pepper. And I was like, bro, like, you know, not only, not only would I probably book it, but I'd be able to possibly negotiate a bit higher. So my brain is like, ah. You're not going to be able to fly back in time. Like you can't yeah. help but feel like you want to be in a million places at the same time. And so I have to allow myself to say, Kalima, the reason why you're doing this, you chose to do this for these reasons. Focus, know that where you're at is exactly where you, that you're supposed to be. But also everything that is meant for us is not going to pass us. Everything that's meant for me has yeah. always come and I'm not too late and I'm not too early. And guess what? I'm going to die either way. One day I'm going to die and I'm going to wish that I would have been present and allowed myself to enjoy. There's exactly. there's a reason that I allowed myself to go to Dubai and my parents said, I'm going to come. My parents don't go on vacation with me. My, my parents only invite, um, came to visit me in LA twice in yeah. six years. Wow. So, you know, I was like, there's a reason that God is saying, okay, I'm going to allow you to hang out with your family because I probably won't be able to see them for a while. Who knows if I'm going to end up, you know, getting a project out here and staying a little longer, or if I'm going to go back to LA, you know, who knows? I'm just genuinely trying to ride the wave because also mental health is just, I just needed yeah. to see mm -hmm. it for myself, you know, waking up every single day in LA. LA is just one of those cities where everybody's going, going, going. It's a hustle city. And the conversations are not about how are you feeling? It's about what's your next mm. project? Every single person, what are you working on? So you're constantly asking yourself that. And so you wake up some days and your rent's paid, your food is on the table, but you're off and you feel, you feel guilty for being off work and just watching Netflix. I do. Yeah, I actually do. Yep. So yep. I just was like, I what I have a week to be off. I want to go visit my family. I'm sick of feeling guilty for taking time for myself. And I just mm -hmm. said, I've always wanted to see Dubai. I'm going to go, you know, and I know it's scary. I I have friends who literally call me. They're like, wait, you're, you really went? Like, I don't want to sound like I didn't think you'd go. Literally two friends were like, you really went? I, I don't want to I don't want to sound like I didn't think you'd go, but I just can't believe you're there. And I'm like. Like, of course, like, of course, I'm, I'm impulsive as hell. And I yeah. think 20 days was a bit long. <laughs> I do think 20 days was a bit long, but I'm grateful. I knew that, I think I booked it also for the best rates and it happened to be 20 days. And maybe I haven't found out why the universe allowed it to be 20 yeah, days. Yeah, I'm like 20 days, girls can go by so fast. It's, it's, yeah. You're good. You got what, yeah. a couple more weeks there? You're, it's I know, I, only, I know my mom, my parents are coming for one week. So that's going to take a chunk anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I think you're still adjusting and you'll see like when it's time to go and you're like, oh my gosh, it's time to go. Um, I lived in Costa Rica for six months and it was not enough time. Wow. It was not enough time. I wanted to stay there a full year and I tried. And I also stayed with a host mother because that was really important to me. I think 
if you can stay with some sort of community of people or something, you know, that's why hostels are so, you know, popular because you meet people, yes. which is great. You they may not always be the meet. nicest, but yes, some yes. really great. I mean, it just <laughs> depends, but uh, I, it was important to me to live with a host family. You had an option. Like, do you want to live in a separate, like all dorm house or do you want to, and it was for studying abroad. And, or do you want to live with a host family? And I was like, I want to live with a host family because one, I'm trying to hone my Spanish even more. I'm going to get more of the culture. You have somebody looking out for you, which is really just reassuring in a country that you don't know. Um, and they're connected. They've got their own family and stuff. Like I wanted to be so immersed into it. So I, I highly encourage that because hotels are great and beautiful, but like, if you want to experience the country, you really need to be with the people of that country. And I would say that with like a tour guide also, we went to Egypt and it was, we hired a tour guide. She was like the single mom. Um, she wore this, like she, she was rocking, she rocked her hijab and then she had like, I'm the boss t-shirt on it. And she was like, my business. And she was the best tour guide on the face of this earth. Um, her name was Amani. And if anybody wants a a tour guide in Egypt, like DM me and Instagram, I want to promote her so much. She's just care of us. Like she was fantastic. And if you end up finding your way to Egypt, Kalima, let me know. Um, so she was just so wonderful. And she, like taught us oh, truly all about the culture and like me and my husband left feeling really inspired uh, and like wonderful. That yeah, it, actually, it, it's it really blows nice. my mind when people get hotels. Cause I'm like, okay, yes. It's like, someone's going to clean after you, but like, you're not allowing yourself to really be immersed in it. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't care how much money I have. Maybe I'll get like, you know, cause the Burj Al Arab, it's the only seven star hotel in the world and wow. it's 1600 a night. I think it's 1300 a night and it is beautiful. So yeah, of course I might do one or two days there if I had like a lot of money, of but I would still want to get like an air, even if I could rent a house within a neighborhood, that's an actual, like, you know, just of the locals neighborhood. I I'm always about that. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely want to hit up Egypt and hit up Imani for sure. Yes. She's, uh, I mean, it was just great. Like she took us to all the great places and, you know, I had a lot of questions. I mean, if you're going to do Egypt, we stayed for only five days because my European visa was expiring. (laughs) Wow. And I could, because yeah. uh, my husband did a tour, he's in the army. So he did um, a deployment in Germany in 2019 for a year. And then I, we weren't married at the time. So I could go over with the 90 day visa um, uh-huh. and visit. So we went to a bunch of different countries, but I kind of messed up my time and I didn't realize oh, yeah. that I had less days than I thought I did. Ooh. And so we had to get out of the EU. So we we were in Greece and then flew to Egypt, which is not far. Yes. And um, did five days in Cairo, but I would say if I were to go back to Egypt, like Cairo's amazing, the museums and the pyramids, I mean, it's fantastic, but really I want to go to Alexandria, see the um, Valley of the King. And then you can take a cruise. Everyone talks about talk, like take a cruise when you go to Egypt, the cruise, the cruise, the cruise, the cruise. It's like nice, but like you go down and you go to these different destinations, but they say it's just like incredible. So probably would recommend doing that. And she talked about that too, the tour guide. So, uh, yeah, Egypt is definitely something you should check off your list. Like it's one of those places is just the seven wonders of the world, you know? Um, 
So amazing. So yeah, I agree with you. Like I think going to experience like a high-end hotel is really nice, but if you're there and your purpose is to really experience the culture, then you need to maybe look elsewhere outside of that hotel. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it sounds like you've got all the travel hacks. I feel like we could talk for hours on, on all the yeah. things travel. So we'll definitely have to, I, I want to like have a recap. We should have a recap session after you for get sure. back and like, see how, it, and all the oh adventures, God, yes. and all the beautiful men that you've met. <laughs> yes. Oh girl. Can't wait. Oh, and, and enjoy this time because you're collecting all that experience to bring back into your acting career. And that's yeah. what's so about traveling. It's like our best homework is just to experience life. Exactly. I just like, you know, I do, I do too. I feel guilty when I'm not always hustling and not always go, go, go. But I think that's where we really need to train our brains. Um, to know that like the downtime is really important because you know, when it rains, it pours in the acting industry and then you need to be ready for it and you need to have the energy for it, but you're not going to have the energy for it. If you don't give yourself that time and the jobs will be back. I'm sure as soon as you hit American soil, they're going to be like, we need a host and then you're going to on your way again. So I know I, and it, and it genuinely, as much as I freak myself out that it's not going to be that way, I, every single time I'm proven wrong. And I'm like, why don't you allow that math to just math and let it make sense? So I, yeah, I've got to let go. Like I get the emails and stuff and I'm like, but what's meant for you will come. And guess what? Every single time that it doesn't say if I get my first week or two weeks, not doing anything, like, you know, maybe just working on my own stuff. Um, I find that I, after that I'm booked, booked, booked where I wish I would have allowed myself to just yeah. enjoy those time off. So mm-hmm. I just try to enjoy my my time off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to want to, you know, you're going to regret not doing it. So just yep. got to tell yourself that, but sometimes you got to experience it in order to know what that feels like. And then the next time you're better at about it. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we offer that to those that are listening. Like if you're thinking about taking the trip, take the damn trip. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or take the time off. It's here's your sign. Just do it. You're gonna come back with so many more memories, and you'll be happy that you did do it, and not regret it. Yeah, at all. For real. Well, thank you so much. This this conversation Yay! has been so much fun, and as always, it goes by so fast. But Likewise. I'm like so stoked. I'll be following you and all of your adventures because I definitely want to get thank myself you. to Dubai. Um, Yay! but enjoy the time with your family. Tell your mom I say thank hi. You. Yes, I will. <laughs> And this was so, so fun. Thank you all so much for listening. And please, I would love to engage with you guys. So definitely reach out. If you guys have any questions about travel or anything, definitely reach out. And likewise, Miranda, you're amazing. And I wish you all the best. I love it. I can't wait to listen to more episodes. Oh, thank you so much, Kalima. All right. (laughs) Have a great night. We will see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.